0: Logging on, logging on, logging on with Joe and Alex. That's our new jingle. Somebody once told me the world's gonna roam. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shade. She was looking down with Mambo, everybody. And welcome to episode seven, is it? Of the Logging On podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the training week, which we had in Maragoro.
1: This, so, uh, this is the first time that you'll meet your in-country volunteers. It's the first time that you probably get told what you'll be doing in the village. And it's the first time that you'll experience the, uh, what I like to call the rally way, which will be <laughs> later on.
0: That became uh, a catchphrase for us, didn't It, it did. Very much did. So we left it last week. We arrived in the um, the coach bus thing, and um, and everyone, a load of the Tanzanian volunteers, a few team leaders as well, were stood, oh, yeah. stood outside the the uh, nunnery and Annabelle's, and we got out and they, they would you like to say what they did or. <laughs>
1: Well they, they sang a little
0: song for us. They which, did. Really, me, I can't actually remember Ah uh, I, I, I remember that so very well. Okay. Would you like a sample?
1: <laughs> I would love one, Joe. Go ahead.
0: Okay, here we go. Jambo, Jambo Buana, Habarigani, and Zuri sana. Wageni Wakari Bishwa Tanzania Yetu Hakuna Matata. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Asante. Asante Sana.
1: Almost brings tears to my eyes. Uh, just a quick rundown. We're going to schedule this episode. Uh, first quarter will be about the, uh, the arrival day. The okay. second quarter will be about the first half of the week before you get put into your echo groups. Okay. Third part of this episode will be uh what you did in your echo groups for the remainder of that week. And okay. then the last quarter will be uh the final day and driving out to your village.
0: Nice. So, so sh- yeah shall we say the next ten minutes the first quarter. Yep.
1: Yeah. Or even quicker maybe.
0: Yeah. So anyway.
1: We got out of the coach, uh, possibly unloaded our bags, but yeah, was uh, was treated to this uh, wonderful vocal harmony.
0: It was. Uh, it was actually very nicely was,
1: performed. That was yeah. not as awkward as it might have been. Yeah. No. But yeah, uh, I would say don't expect that, though. I think we were fairly lucky to get that.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: took mm. our bags in. Uh, they I think I got
0: guys. mine taken in for me, I think they Ooh. were like offering everyone like, yeah, they were helping yeah. us, that was nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, not sure anybody tried to help me, but whatever, <laughs> I guess they saw how strong I looked and they're
0: like, that guy's fine. Yeah, that guy is, and ga, and ga,
1: I'll let that slide, Joe, never again. <laughs> it's uh, not an insult. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, dumped them in a big pile in the centre of the courtyard quite yep. a nice building it was a kind of like um a squarish cross with a big central courtyard with a top yeah. kind of tiled surface and plants there was the tortoise yes were there multiple ones or just the one
0: I think there was just the one um what was its name I know that there Reese was... was a big, uh,
1: big fan of it
0: yeah, what did he call it? I know that Jack called it Mambo. Oh. Uh, um,
1: I can't remember Reece's name for it. I see Regardless. Him. But, uh, yeah, Central Courtyard. I think we then uh, went into the conference room, which, get used to the interior of that, because you were... Be oh, my God, yeah. This is all coming back hour.
0: to me, as you're saying it now. That conference room was...
1: I remember everything about it. I remember the like the ceiling, the curtain color, the light like, bars on the window on the outside, the like tiled floor, the kind of light yellow paintwork. Ugh. I did spend about a fifth of my time in Tanzania. And that was like, so <laughs> Surprising.
0: The other uh, four fifths in the queue at the airport.
1: You've uh, you've rumbled me there, Joe. <laughs> but yeah, we are. Uh, Sat in the room, it's all very, I don't know what you call it, Um, it's all uh, very administrational. You sit down, you have your name called out, and that is the room you'll be sleeping in. You'll hear names that you know, and half the names will be completely foreign to you. Uh, As you all mixed in with the TZs, I think exactly 50-50 for all the rooms, or as close as possible.
0: Yeah, I think they were trying to make it so that we had we had roommates like uh, each room would have one Tanzanian volunteer with one UK ta- uh, volunteer. I know that for you that didn't quite go down.
1: I think it did, but it wasn't one to one. It was oh. n. 10
0: 10. Oh right, twenty twenty people in the uh, one room. That must yeah,
1: yeah.
0: uh, that must have been some. Uh, some good night's sleep you had. Oof.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh so you got called pretty early and you got one of the luxury rooms where you were only with like five other people or something?
0: I'm pretty sure it was just one person.
1: Really? Do you remember yeah. who that was?
0: Yeah, it was uh Duster. Oh. No. He was a nice guy.
1: Are you still in contact with him or
0: No, not actually. But or? um I saw him at the I saw him at the uh debrief. Um, and we just had a sort of exchange a sort of like, oh, hey, how's your experience been, kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Well, I was stuck with, well, I waited till the end, and then, yeah, they called out about 20 names in one go, and we were all put in C1, which was the room down on the ground floor, just off the uh, courtyard. So, yeah lots of uh, restless nights for the uh next seven days for me because yeah oh. if you're in a room with 20 other people yeah there, someone's going to be shuffling around i'm not particularly great at sleeping uh, through noises but even less so when you've got 19 other people with you got our rooms and then back into the lecture room after moving out your uh mattress and bag and yeah, first of many lectures, and I think this lecture I've written down cultural sympathy, but you can uh you can explain a bit more, Joe.
0: Um, well, it was just, um, it was just a sort of like um, I don't think it was a lecture in the uh, conference room. I feel like this took place like outside. It was a oh, more sort like of
1: a courtyard or yeah,
0: um, no, like the actual outside. Okay. Um and I think they were just sort of teaching us what what will be going on in the, in the uh, the village and how we should really interact with our host family and what to avoid. For example, um sniffing food is is uh, bad uh, because it looks like you're sort of not trusting it. Um I know we do that a lot. In the UK, because it's like, oh, that smells good. But um, in a Tanzania, especially in rural areas, sniffing your food is going to look like you're ungrateful, I guess.
1: Oh, uh, so I don't remember this lecture at all. That's why I got Joe to take over. But <laughs> were, there, were there other examples of other things that we shouldn't do?
0: Um, I think the... Um, the shorts one, like keep okay. keep your uh, keep your uh, below the knee length. Don't go around shirtless, uh <laughs> stuff like that.
1: I think we got uh, food at that point.
0: Oh, the food was good there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean Anabilis was potentially a highlight. No, the the peak of food in Tanzania.
0: I dunno. I I feel like it stayed consistently I just love the food. I I I didn't like oh. all the way through. I wasn't always like yes, rice and beans. I was towards the end, but there was a point where I sort of was, got fed up of it. But, um, I I live for that food now. <laughs>
1: uh, rice,
0: beans, spinach, beautiful. Beautiful.
1: They potentially gave us the afternoon off on the first, uh, the first day. Don't uh, don't be expecting that though. They they work you hard on this uh, weekend, so any free time you get, make sure to use it extremely well.
0: Oh yeah, it was like a five-minute break between lectures, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, five minutes to fill up your water bottle, and then you are uh, sharply uh, shepherded back into the room for the next uh, hour and forty-five minutes. But yeah. Uh, I think the first day was one of the first days that I played Uno. I hadn't played it previously when we were in oh, really? Dar es Salaam, but uh, I think you introduced your fresh new deck for the first time.
0: I did. Yeah, I did. That. Um, I bought. uh oh, my mum bought for me, especially for, especially for Tanzania, because I remember, the guy, the Liam from. The training weekend saying how how much he played Uno um, and I was like, right, Uno, that that's that's the one to bring. And it's a good game. It's a good game.
1: It's uh it's quick to quick to pick up. It's one of those games where everybody's pretty much on a level field. Yeah. So you don't get one person who wins every round.
0: It's also like there's no language barriers in the game, it's no. all colours and numbers. It's 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 a very simple game and it's brilliant for
1: yeah. getting to know people. So I think I cracked out werewolf as well. Though that works uh much not as good.
0: <laughs> much
1: not <laughs> <That's> as good. <laughs> Alright, Joe. Uh, would you like yeah. to
0: say that again and we can re edit? Yes. That's, I don't uh, want impact. you to do that. I want you to keep that in. <laughs> no.
1: That didn't go as well. So, yeah. Werewolf. I think I had issues trying to explain it to the uh, the UK volunteers. So, explaining <laughs> it to people whose level of English isn't too stellar. Massive uh, task. I think other people are... I know that Charlie's group played it a lot, and they... Yeah, they had more success, but uh, I think the games of Werewolf that I played at, Annabilis, weren't that great. I'm
0: trying to remember, though. I, I, I don't know. I think the game still worked, but it just took a bit longer to... Maybe some people didn't quite grasp it as much.
1: Regardless, on to the second part of the episode. This is uh, the next uh, kind of two to three days. So, you will wake up at seven o'clock, was it?
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah, 7, I think we had to, we had to be like, was it breakfast at 7 or breakfast Uh, at
1: 8? Yeah, probably, and then it depended on where you wanted to shift uh, a shower into that, because 7.30 was, lectures begin.
0: Oh, they they really did squeeze every possible amount of, I mean it wasn't work was it, it was sitting and listening. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Now, I've maybe messed this up, and we actually did this on the first day, but we got put into our tango groups for the uh, week. Yes. But these were groups of about seven people?
0: Yeah, about that. Um, Maybe more. It must have been an even number, because it was... was I I think it must have been, like, seven UKs and seven TZs or... Are you sure?
1: Because I remember when we were serving breakfast, I thought it was about seven-ish, so maybe it was eight and it was four UKs, four TZs.
0: Well, it wasn't all of you that served breakfast, it was like a handful, I think.
1: Oh, it was, it? okay. Yeah. I remember one day uh, coming along late, I'm feeling quite bad that I wasn't serving breakfast, but oh. uh, maybe that was misplaced and actually there were plenty of people to serve it.
0: So you can now drop your
1: guilt. Brilliant. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you get put into these groups and you'll be doing various tasks, just kind of upkeep stuff throughout the week. So you'll be washing dishes up. One group will wash dishes after breakfast, lunch and dinner. One group will serve breakfast, lunch and dinner. Another group will get water and topped up throughout the day, you kind of put the uh, cleaning tablets in. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't remember any other, were there any other tasks? Something like uh... tasks.
0: Oh the tippy taps, yeah. Um I cannot remember how they worked to be honest, but yeah, we did have to maintain those.
1: Oh. Uh, but uh That went yeah, fairly fairly smoothly. But those groups you will also be put into activities with. So sometimes you'll get paired up two tango groups and you'll do a joint activity throughout the day. So I remember one morning, I can't remember what my tango group name was or what the other one was, but two of us, we got paired together and we had, there was like a bit of a trail that you'd go around and various people, uh, Tanzanian, they weren't volunteers, but there were people that kind of like worked in conjunction with Rally, And they would tell you various things. So I remember one of them was, uh, a man kind of like, you know, middle-aged man or whatever. And he was telling us, uh, kind of how to shower in the village, like some physical stuff of like wear shoes when you're in the shower.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. The
1: water up So you're not freezing and etc. But he also, uh, yeah. kind of said what's acceptable. Like tell yourself off within the, uh, I don't know the shower area if you're a girl or whatever don't go around with just like a towel wrapped around you, you.
0: know what i feel like this what you're talking about is what i was talking about before okay so <laughs> yeah sorry
1: I so you think that was that on the first day
0: uh or? no i i don't know second or third maybe
1: uh Trying to remember what any of the other kind of early days lectures were. I feel there were quite a few on safety. <clears throat> they were talking about when you're in the village how you should kind of always walk around in a group of three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Therefore, if one of you hurts yourself, there's one person to stay with them and one person to go off and get help.
0: We didn't really stick to that, did we? Uh,
1: spoilers, but no. <laughs>
0: um,
1: anything else? Like It makes it sound like, I guess we're making it sound like you're not doing much, hence why we can't remember it, but your day's jam-packed. You have maybe from 9 till 5.30, aside from 45 minutes for lunch, you maybe have an hour in total in breaks. Mm. You get five minutes and then you're back in the lecture hall with another lecture. And then that goes on for an hour and a half and then you have another five minute break and then you're back in the lecture hall for an hour and a half, then there's a five-minute break, then you're doing like a icebreaker outside for 45 minutes, you get a five-minute break, and then you're back in the lecture hall. Your days are absolutely jam-packed.
0: Let's be fair, though, those lectures did result in some <laughs> pretty good origami creations.
1: Well, yeah, uh, the reason I can't re- uh, remember what you're doing Is because, unfortunately, (laughs) those lectures are super boring.
0: (laughs) Almost like listening to this podcast.
1: Almost, not quite. (laughs) But, yeah, they are such a drag. Uh, But, yeah, I think we got given a little clump of... uh,
0: Post-it notes?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for various activities where you'd write something on a post-it note and then stick it on a board. Like, left or right, they'd, they'd pose a question and then you'd write your answer. They're, they're fairly um, simple activities. But you put
0: those to good use. <laughs> yeah. your With your on... skills of craftsmanship.
1: Yeah, I remember from, in like junior school or something, I learned how to make an origami... I'm going to say swan, but I think it's actually an origami, like, crane or something.
0: Oh, yeah, I think crane but... is the official...
1: Yeah, 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 it's like the famous origami thing that you can make. But you start with a square piece of paper. And because these post-it notes were already square, it was like fairly easy for me to like re- relearn making them. So yeah, throughout uh, the training weekend and into the rest of the whole rally experience, I decided to make uh, these little origami cranes and try to teach people how to make them as well. And yeah, it can make them increasingly smaller.
0: I think so, uh, the key thing is what we did with them once we, <laughs> we once we made them, and uh, there was nothing funnier <laughs> at that time than putting an origami swan on someone's shoulder in front of you without them noticing, and just waiting for. <laughs> do you remember, remember that game?
1: I do. Yeah, I think it was. You make a bunch of these, because you've got like a hundred uh, post-it notes in your pack. You can make tons of these things. And because they're so light, they do that kind of like sticky type thing. You put them on someone's shoulder, even if they wobble <laughs> around bit, <in> they stay <laughs> spots. And so, yeah, I think the the aim of the game was just to put as many of <laughs> on, uh, If you get shoulder, If you down. get
0: two, like one on either shoulder...
1: That you is... could, if you're really careful, you could get it on their, like, hair as well.
0: Oh, yeah, you can.
1: I think I once managed to get seven. <laughs> <more>. <laughs> That's a lie. Nah, nah. I was pretty good at it. Plus, I could make them really small. I could, like, fold up a posting note in half, in half again so it's a quarter the size, and then make a really, really tiny one that was only, like, a few millimetres long. And, yeah... You could, like, even flick them and get them to, like, land on people's heads.
0: (laughs) uh... Yeah. I I just was dying laughing at that game. I know,
1: it was so ridiculous. I remember talking to Kate. You were just... You'd always give it away, and you were enjoying it way too much. (laughs) I I thought it was vaguely funny, but you found this hilarious.
0: I could not stop laughing. And, um... I think one of the, you know, uh, do you remember, um, Izzy, the TV Izzy, um, and there was one time when he would, he just, I could see that he could not contain his laughter and that just made me (laughs) laugh even more and he actually moved to the other side of the room because he couldn't handle (laughs) trying not to laugh. Because uh-huh. all this is happening while, while um, they're doing a present presentation. Yeah, it's like a but church all... when someone says something funny and then you just can't laugh because uh-huh. that would be disrespectful. But that makes everything so much funnier.
1: As much as I can't remember these lectures, <laughs> I would say if you remember the if you are currently at the, uh, the weekend It's exactly the same lectures that you were doing there. It's the same safety lectures. It's the same cultural, uh, discord, com- uh, conversations. It's the same, uh, what is, uh, what's it called? Um, what is development conversations? Mm. It's all very, uh, what's the words like theoretical. Um, and yeah, uh, I was not the only person who was bored out of their minds.
0: They, w- I was f- falling asleep. It was so hard to stay awake.
1: Uh, that
0: swan game is the only thing that kept me awake, honestly. I
1: think <laughs> Charlie was handing around like a notepad as well.
0: I think, yeah, there was like doodling.
1: That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. that That got us through. But yeah, these things will bore you to tears, so... Yeah, if you want to... Brush up onto origami
0: beforehand. Yeah, I think that was our introduction to Phil as well. Was it? I think it was. Yeah, you were <laughs> f- passing it round. <laughs> 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 we were being really, really, <laughs> really sneaky with it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there we go. uh, When when you complete a level, pass it on to the next person.
1: So, yeah, um, try to sit at the back. (laughs) I think at one point I did get get the call, and they were like, can you please put your phone away? Which was more spying, but uh, regardless. (laughs) Now, uh, in your tango groups, you will also be doing fun activities... Later on in the day. So, uh, if you want to explain some of those.
0: um, Like, oh, we did the chapati challenge, didn't we? We did, indeed. That was something. Um, we had to make a chapati in a group. I think we organised it as a sort of production chain type structure. Mm-hmm. Like one person. Um, I can't remember how to... Make a chapati, but like one person rolls with the dough, one person dips it in something, and one person puts it under the heat. Yeah.
1: Did we make them with like a kind of salsa or something? I distinctly remember peeling carrots for some reason.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Was that? The... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <coughs> but uh. The other one of these like group activities was the, uh, the dress-up challenge. Oh, yes. I don't even remember what the uh, genesis of that was. Were uh, we trying to make like, an animal or something?
0: Yeah, the team leader of our... The designated team leader for our tango group, I believe, we had to dress them up as an animal, whether it be a... Tembo or a Pundamilia or a Simba, Um, basically like Swahili, sort of. Swahili? Like African sort of animals that you'll
1: It's weird because I got a kangaroo, but.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's more sort of outback, isn't it? Yeah, I
1: don't think there are kangaroos outside of Australia. But,
0: regardless, um... Zoos! There are kangaroos in zoos! But we had to dress our team leader as a zebra. Uh... And we used toilet paper, which we sort of wrapped it around. Um, and I, I was very excited to use my drawing abilities to create a mask, which was like a zebra. Um... <laughs> I w- I I enjoyed being the drawing guy Because everyone was like Oh who can draw? Joe can draw And I was like yes I'm useful <laughs> I can make a zebra costume
1: So yeah we did a kangaroo I don't even know how It was our It was our eventual uh, team leader In the village it was Gabby Gabby yeah mm-hmm. And uh what's her face Robin and stuff
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, I've got to say that those things, I'm not sure if you enjoyed them, Joe. You sound like you did. I. Yeah, I.
0: Well, I. Yeah, I enjoyed the. The. The uh, dress up one. That was. That was fun. Not so much the chupati oh, challenge.
1: I found it. <laughs> okay.
0: I enjoyed eating the chupati challenge. I,
1: I found them all kind of enforced fun. Yeah. I think it would have been slightly better if they just let us play like UNO together. I think yeah. the idea of getting us to a pond and think creatively would have been better if they just kind of like left us to our own devices. I think I had infinitely more um, connection with people.
0: But Alex, because Alex, that, that, that's, the not,
1: that's not the rally way. But it's not the rally <laughs> way. The rally way is different and involves lots of colouring in <laughs> and uh, uh, lots of uh, completing of photocopied booklets.
0: And wasting toilet paper.
1: Yeah, that stuff couldn't be used better. <laughs> but yeah. But
0: I, I had fun.
1: Was... Yeah, I'll admit that that dress up thing was like sort of fun. But yeah, if someone's like, do you want to do this, or do you want to sneak off and just play poker underneath the uh, the little canopy canopy every day?
0: <laughs> uh, you have a story about that canopy, don't you?
1: <laughs> that canopy is for part three, which we are on to now. So, uh, yeah, about three days in, you get put into your final echo groups. So supposedly, throughout this whole process, the the higher-ups in charge have been uh, monitoring your activity and uh, taking notes and uh, putting you into various uh, kind of short lists of who would work together. But in all reality, I think they go through, select your first names, just put you into a group, and then maybe shift a couple of people around if some people look like they're getting a bit too friendly.
0: Yeah, I think they, they definitely did that, like um there were some, like, some groups that just would, I don't, know, don't, know, don't want to say cliquey, but uh, they were like, yep, we cannot have them in the village together, they will not be productive.
1: <laughs> sure, though I also feel putting you in with strangers and people that you've naturally gravitated away from maybe isn't the way to, like, solve that.
0: Mm-hmm. They wanted you out of think, your comfort zone, didn't they?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. The difference between out of your comfort zone and in your stretch zone are two different things. I think surrounded by friends, you can be much more in your stretch zone than. Yeah. Surrounded by stretchers. But uh, anyway, I did. I did day, kind of know you. Yeah, I've been trying to avoid you, but. Uh, but it, uh, it
0: became quite impossible.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you remember how they 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 uh, designated our echo groups?
1: I do. Well, uh, in the morning, as ever, in our tango groups, which were different things, make sure you don't get them confused, uh, we'd done the breakfast, we'd had two lectures. But one thing is, all of the team leaders used to sit in on the lectures to start with. They were sitting around supposedly monitoring us. <laughs> but uh, this morning they weren't. They were all outside in the courtyard sitting around with uh, various big lists of names and kind of debating amongst themselves. In our tango groups, we had to create uh, various like posters. Yeah. Or something. I can't remember what it was. Um... But anyway, they put these kind of uh, felt-tip pen posters. They were pretty big. They were, like, A1 size.
0: Yeah, it was sort of, like, a map, but, uh, wasn't it? A map of...
1: Yes. ...the village. That um, was it,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know how. Did we have, like, a map of the village? How did we know that?
0: Um, I think it was a sort of rough map with drawn with felt-tip. Uh. That, that kind of thing. And then it had the name of the village written on it in felt tip and yeah and what the, our echo name was
1: anyway they took these maps from us our individual artworks they wrote the uh the names of the uh echo groups and like
0: uh, we didn't we didn't draw the maps didn't we no i think that was the first time we saw them when when we pieced them together Oh, okay. Cuz that I thought we did. It,
1: it was, was a surprise
0: ambiguous. when we saw it. It's like, ah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway, <laughs> I I've tried to forget this multiple times, so I guess not. But yeah, you get given your piece of the map which has your name on. And then you have to walk around and piece together what part of your what part of which map you're in. So you have to walk around and match up these kind of like hand-torn edges and follow over the lines. Like, oh, I've got a bit of yellow on mine. Oh, do you have a bit of yellow on yours? Do our pieces kind of match up? Yeah. And then, and then... eventually <laughs> we'll roughly start piecing together these eight one pages. That moment you when go... you like
0: hold it against
1: someone else's. Oh my God, we match. You eventually kind of piece them together. And after about maybe an hour of working this out.
0: You... <laughs> it wasn't that long, was it?
1: It was... It at least felt like an hour. Ah, It was definitely half an hour. And it was in the midday sun, in an area with no shade. Yeah. And you were not allowed to leave. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So eventually you put it together. And, yeah. I was with George, Katie, Alan, Innocence, Eric, uh... Jill, Joe, uh... Uh, Mary, Aziza, Godfrey. Yes, and that's everyone. And Joe, if I didn't say Joe, I no, think
0: I, I think you did, yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
1: yeah. And our team leaders were another Mary, but yeah.
0: And we also had um, Edwin,
1: didn't we? Oh yes, of course. How did that work out? Why did we have two TZ?
0: Because more Tanzania, because um, I think there were more vi- more more team leaders than villages. There were more no, there were more um team leaders than villagers than villages to go around.
1: Oh right. So yeah. like
0: some had to have three.
1: Oh.
0: Um, like there was there was one group. I think Echo Six had two two uh, UK team leaders, and one Tanzanian.
1: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah I barely remember that. You're now in your groups. Get friendly because these are the people you're going to be spending, what, eight weeks with? With basically zero phone uh, connectivity, etc, etc. Make and sure yeah,
0: you're not stuck with Alex. I
1: would say the same thing about Joe, so take that. <laughs> I could no, no, have worded your, your that in groups. a. I could. Things are up.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the first thing we did together, I think, was the make make your own business idea, oh. which was, of course, after an Energizer. Do you or want two, I explain
1: that a bit more?
0: So. They basically. Said now you've got your record groups. What you gotta do is you've got to think about a business, think about why it's needed, what's the demand for it um, and then they'd, they'd say like plan out like your cost and your um, your business model compass and your uh, stuff like that that we 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 were gonna be working on that sort of thing um, so we decided it would be really cool if there was a mocktail bar, which is like a cocktail bar, but without the alcohol. Because we weren't allowed alcohol on also placement. Known
1: as the only reason you would go to a cocktail bar.
0: <laughs> well, like
1: a swimming I... pool without water, or an ice drink without ice cocktail bar without alcohol, what a great proposition.
0: I mean, a nice blend of fruits and juices is is always nice. Right?
1: I think there's the reason why there was a bar in Kordoli, but not a mocktail bar, Joe. Well... I was against this from the start, but fortunately uh, democracy rules and tyranny of the majority, I was downvoted. I think I had an idea for like a, a motorbike uh, repair workshop, but
0: I mean, that would have been useful, but I'm only saying that with the hindsight of having been in Quidoli for a while and seen the amount of motorbikes and, yeah, there would have been some demand for that.
1: Uh, did we have to do a pitch for our uh, mocktail bar? I think we had to do like a two minute presentation in front of... Everybody else.
0: I feel like we, we nominated to... like one person to stand up and talk about it, and the rest of us just Are you would.
1: Sure? Are you sure about that? Because I remember having to talk about it, and I do not think that I would have
0: uh, oh. gone along with it
1: if it was just me.
0: Oh, maybe we did. You know, it was so long ago, I don't remember it particularly. Got
1: to get one of those praises
0: a week. <laughs> I saw my opportunity and I seized it. Yeah. Um,
1: right. But there are lots of activities like this. Uh, we had to do a PSA for what to do in the events of fire, which involved uh, kind of song and dance. There was other PSAs on how to avoid uh, mosquitoes, how to not be bitten by snakes. Uh, It's all the kind of stuff that, once again, if you've gone through the weekend, it's that again. So, yeah, I would say at this point, I was getting very grated by the whole weekend.
0: Very grated.
1: A couple of people decided to maybe sneak out of the uh, lectures. It wasn't hard to go out and go to the toilet and then just not return. Oh, who was that? Who who did such a
0: terrible thing?
1: Uh, quite a lot of people, Joe. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we had a football, so I think Henry had brought a football and a basketball, so I think we snuck off round to the front and uh, decided to play that instead of joining in with uh, some of the lectures. Uh, this was fairly common. Boredom was at probably an all time high at this point.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: The combination of Extremely busy schedule, but very little substance. Yeah, was quite tiring, and yeah, so I I burnt out big time by this. Uh, Fairy training, which yeah, maybe uh, maybe set me up badly with my echo group because I was seen to be a slacker.
0: You were. You had a reputation for being uh, the sort of miserable guy. (laughs) Thank you. I'm not saying that as my opinion. I'm saying that as... That was as your... Ref, answer, ref. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it is a fact that you were perceived by some as a sort of miserable, like, oh, I don't want to be here kind of guy. Well,
1: yeah. I was getting annoyed by... I don't know. We'll, we'll get to it in the closing reviews, but yeah. Mm. At this point, yeah, I was pretty burnt out. Lots of other people were... Lots of people were messing up, not going to lectures. I think it all. I didn't climatise, but one of the worst things was we had a lecture on safety in one afternoon. About midway through, they were talking about that thing of like, yeah, don't only go off one at, uh, you know, in group of three in case someone sprains their ankle. They were talking about like, you know, not going into water. Oh uh, uh, yeah, water that through.
0: that was a big rule, no swimming.
1: Yeah. Don't think we got. The
0: opportunity to swim. There wasn't
1: really any. Oh, you didn't go to the river with us, did you?
0: Oh yeah,
1: there was a river. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that later. Episode we've had this, something. We've had this uh safety lecture where they seem so they talked about how that they had done these uh massive safety checks everywhere. And that all of the villages had been uh, kind of ranked for their danger, and they'd made sure that like there were no uh, there were no dangers
0: Safety in the village. Safety first,
1: indeed. And so anyway, later on that same day, not not three hours later, uh, a bunch of us were all sitting underneath uh, one of these kind of like how would they call it? Like tea
0: canopy, so or something. Gazebo.
1: Yeah, it's all like kind of. Eating. Uh, palm palm leaf roofed uh, canopy playing playing uh, like go fish or something uh. it was pretty lame. We would have played poker but we didn't have anything for cheer and uh yeah Charlie just said to me is that beam moving and looking <laughs> over one of the uh, four kind of trunks that made up the uh, structure of this uh, little hut was leaning at quite an angle and uh, coming closer and closer, because this whole hut was kind of, like, falling over. And so I managed to, like, just scramble backwards. But this whole probably one-ton hut fell down on the 15 people or something sitting underneath this. One ton? I think so. It was really heavy to, like, lift up. It took, uh-huh. like, four of us just to, like, pick it up 50 oh, centimetres. Wow.
0: This, this is more um, drastic than I first imagined.
1: I'm mean, going to go back. It wasn't a tonne. It was probably, like, 400 kilos or something.
0: Okay. So nearly half a ton.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that fell down on us, and, yeah. Scottish Joe was pretty badly hit on the head.
0: Uh.
1: Hannah really hurt her, like, sprained her wrist or shoulder or something. Is that how
0: that happened?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, a bunch of other people got, like, kind of cuts and scrapes from uh like all the bottles and glasses we had on the table had fallen over and smashed so know. climbing through that some people had like cut their hands fairly badly and yeah that was not that great especially considering they'd been talking about how we weren't allowed to go in groups of 3 in case someone sprained their ankles a few hours before but yeah this was fairly quickly ignored by rally because it's the rally way and wasn't really brought up the next day.
0: No, like I didn't hear much about it other than from you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they they should have really addressed that.
1: I think I think it was addressed, but for kind of like a minute, and then yeah, no, one really, no. They talked about it briefly, and someone, uh, Gabby, not team leader Gabby. Oh yeah, dear, dear Gabby. She brought it up. And they kind of said, yeah, that was bad, but it won't happen again. And so, yeah, I don't know. Kind of disappointing that they put such an emphasis on safety, and then when something bad happened, they were pretty, <laughs> I don't know, didn't have a very good...
0: Not practicing what they preach.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I'm making this into a big deal. It, it was just annoying. that final day was the actual day where we started doing our business learning so we were on the livelihoods project where we were encouraging uh people in local in rural communities in tanzania to stay in their local communities and start up new uh businesses to help like grow the local economies etc and so we were teaching them the basic skills that they would need the kind of accountancy skills uh, cash flow branding advertising uh, startup costs etc so that these people could set up their businesses and so far for the previous six days they hadn't talked about that at all
0: yeah. it's it weird though because we we were meant to be teaching this stuff
1: but yeah. we didn't really have
0: any knowledge on it.
1: No, like, a few people are I'd currently doing business degrees business, at university. Yeah. I, I certainly wasn't. <laughs> and, yeah, it all came down to the final day when they actually taught us what we should know. Which, I don't know, a bit ironic that what we learnt in one day we took ten weeks to teach, but, <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, that's a point for uh, another day, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the last day, that's uh, that's the proper stuff. If you, were, if you were really lagging on the previous days, just don't bother showing up to the lectures. But on the final day, definitely do, because that stuff's actually useful. And, yeah. yeah, make sure you've got space in your notebooks for notes on that day. Make sure that you manage to get some sleep beforehand. But, yeah, we had kind of six lectures on various things that we'd need to teach in the community and yeah we did some activities around that like the what was it called business
0: model, model Canvas. yeah business yeah. model compass
1: so this is a sheet of paper that outlines your business and various aims etc so we filled out one of those ourselves we did various other group activities but yeah, that was all crammed into the last day. Final, final meal, final sleep, and at around six o'clock the next day, you're up. You're packing your bedding, having your final shower, and you're out to go to your communities. So, what were your thoughts on the uh, training weekend in in Hull? Kind of, what were your highlights? What was the downsides? How would you improve it? And, yeah, any tips for people going through it?
0: Highlights, spending time with, like, the whole group, being able to mingle and talk to different people. Like, the lunch times were always the highlights of my day, partly because of the food, partly because of just being able to socialise. Low points, definitely spending so much time in that conference room because it was incredibly dull it wasn't fun <laughs> being in lectures all the time yeah but um, but overall definitely more stuff about they should definitely have taught us more stuff about business Um they should have des- designated more days to that they could have actually made it shorter as well like two or three days maybe and have at least one of them dedicated to the business stuff uh, and the, the safety stuff they could have just gone over quite quickly really and more interactive things and more free time more free time what about you what were your high highs and
1: lows? High point was probably just in the evenings. After you're finished for the day, before like 11 or whatever, when you feel you have to go to bed, just time spending with everybody, playing games, yeah. talking, sitting on those little papers in the courtyard. I really think that that's the bits that I remember.
0: That's what I enjoyed. Low points
1: were, yeah. I think low points were, yeah, once again, lectures. Possibly that thing falling over. Mm. That was pretty actually like scary. It sounds scary. Like, yeah, one second of that uh, canopy falling over is probably overshadowed by like, you know, 26 hours of sitting in that lecture hall just listening to someone who's reading the slide that they're kind of like clicking through. Yeah. That was another thing. What I'd do differently, the. The slides were in uh, English. No, the slides were in Swahili and they would read them out. The The Tanzanian volunteer would read them out in Swahili. Then the English volunteer would read them out in English, like translated to English. And so oh. everything took literally twice, as, twice long as long because they were reading out twice. So they could like, have split us up, couldn't they?
0: Although, or no. they could
1: have just read the slide out in English and had the Tanzanians read the slide in Swahili, or vice versa, have the slides in English and read it out and have someone translate it into Swahili. It meant that literally every slide, Caro uh, would who was who was the main Tanzanian volunteer? I can't remember his name. Filippo. No, the Lawrence. Other one, the younger guy. Was he you, Lawrence? Yeah.
0: The fit guy, as he was was often referred to as.
1: An absolute babe. Yeah. (laughs) He was
0: pretty ripped, wasn't he? Every slide,
1: he would read it out for a minute, then Caro would read it out in English for a minute, and then they'd move on to the next one. It's just...
0: You say a minute, it's more like ten minutes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's one of these things, you look at the slides and it's like page 37 of 126. They, were not, they did not skimp with the uh, page That's, counts.
0: Those, the way they did those slides, would just, it was just so level 26, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, on a scale of 1 to 26, what would I give the weekend? Probably 26. <laughs> it probably just slips over.
0: Uh, but yeah, I'd say it was a good experience overall just, I, think so, I, think I liked just being able to just just be with that whole group of people and yeah just the diversity of it all.
1: Uh, being... I think another thing I'd do differently is just, instead of the forced fun activities in the evening, I would ask people what they wanted to do. Because I think it would have been so much better if we could have had just like a football match between people. Mm. Or... Put on, like, a movie or something, and everybody can just, like, watch it together and talk over it. Yeah. I think that would have been a thousand times. Like, the disco. Everybody enjoyed that.
0: Oh, the it's, disco, yeah.
1: But, yeah, but <laughs> they seem to much prefer some kind of organised, rigorous activity where you have to do ten, <laughs> kind of, outcomes, and you've got to use f-ing marker pens. I don't know. Ooh, anyway.
0: First time we've sworn on this podcast.
1: I will bleep it out. <laughs> anyway, that is the main segment. So now, we will move on to Joe's Swahili table.
0: I, I've got one in my head. It's not very interesting, but it's Kalamu. And what does that mean, Joe? It means pen. Pretty dull, I know, but if you want to buy a pen from the shop, you can say, Ni nataka kununua e kalamu.
1: Very nice. On to my segment, Boring Facts. Uh,
0: <laughs> Wait, this, this section had its own jingle, did it, it does. not? <laughs> I just put
1: it out of the previous episode and put it back in. <laughs> oh, <I'm> so bored. <laughs> Alex is boring fact. So, yeah, um, a famous Hollywood actress from uh, Spider-Man. Jurassic World, and uh, name a third one, I can't think of one, Bryce Dallas Howard. Turns out she's actually the uh, daughter of uh, famous director and actor Ron Howard. Oh. Starring in uh, American Graffiti, as well as directing the new Star Wars Solo, I think. Oh. That's, so, yeah, one of those dynasties that you maybe didn't know about.
0: I never saw American Graffiti.
1: It's got a... Oh, what's his face from Star Wars? In? I think it's directed yeah. by the Star Wars guy. It's George directed
0: Wilson. by George Lucas and they used uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah. But um, I've never seen it. I've seen yeah. Solo. It is very mediocre.
1: Yeah. I don't like Star Wars at all. But I'm out of You mean...
0: You're just not interested in it, or you actively dislike it?
1: Uh, I'm disinterested, but also in that way that if someone starts talking about it, you find it annoying. <laughs> I don't know, I think I have the, the same reaction to Star Wars that most people have the, the reaction to Star Trek. I have no idea why it's so popular.
0: Your lack of faith, I find disturbing, Admiral. I find Brilliant. your lack but of yeah, faith... But yeah,
1: anyway, <laughs> that's in facts, Admiral. The Howards, they are... There's a bunch of them. They're all famous, but yeah. Cool. After you do it two times, it becomes tradition, so time to make uh, 15 quid a tradition. Joe, do you have an example for this week?
0: Would you ever go to a mocktail bar with 15 quid or go to a cocktail bar without any money and just rely on people buying you stuff
1: <laughs> oh so i don't have a card i don't have my phone I can't no. at all. so i'm just am i with friends in both situations or
0: um you came alone, but there's like one or two people there who you could talk yeah. to, who you know a little bit. So, like, work colleagues or something? Yeah. Or
1: like, I guess. school friends that you've kind of grown a bit apart from?
0: Yeah. Uh, Acquaintances um, or slight friendships. And
1: that's the same in both situations. Yeah. Well, you've got me here because I'm actually going to say go to the mocktail bar.
0: Yay, mocktails for in.
1: Alex it, just it, announced yeah. he
0: likes mocktails. He would rather go to a mocktail bar than a cocktail bar.
1: You well, heard it, it here first. To do about Fifteen pounds. I mean. <laughs> that's quite a few. Just regular, you know, soft drinks. I'm not going to get a mocktail. If I want to drink alcohol, I want to drink alcohol. But I'll have a couple of cokes and a fanta and then leave.
0: No, you have Rob, to. You I'm have to have a mocktail. They only sell mocktails and nothing else.
1: Well this is this is becoming a strange reality, Joe, that's <laughs> uh, my, my 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 answer still stands. Okay now you my uh, my uh, my answer. Would you rather have to come back to uh, the Ron Howard connection a Jar Jar Binks toy? A very nice judge, I think, so I don't know uh, if okay. that would be. And it was given to you by uh, George Lucas and signed, but he signed it in a pen and it just instantly, like, wiped off. <laughs> you, you know in your heart that it's been signed by him, but you can't, like, prove it and there's no, uh, there's no like, evidence. Or would you rather have 15 quid? Oh. Uh... You also... You can't prove that it was... Given to you by George Lucas. It was just you randomly bumped into him at an airport.
0: I'm actually gonna say fifteen quid because I am just thinking I wouldn't buy that for fifteen quid. (laughs) (laughs) Fifteen quid is my answer.
1: Okay, I I too would go with fifteen
0: quid. Sensible. If I took
1: the style, all I would be doing is trying to like sell it on eBay. (laughs) <laughs> you no, know, no, 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 no. You see, I've I've looked up the uh the like barcode from the box, and it says it was bought from this uh, W. H. Smiths in Heathrow. And if you look it up on George Lucas's <laughs> Twitter, he was actually in the W. H. Smiths. He was at Heathrow on that day, so i would just be doing that. So yeah, fifteen quid for me. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Is is that it all? I think I believe that's the pod. So uh next week, episode eight, we'll be uh, talking about driving out to uh, Quadoli and our first week there.
0: Yeah, I'll just uh, say it was an emotional goodbye to everyone, even though we were going to see each other in a few weeks. But that was that. It was that was it, wasn't it? We were just.
1: Don't want to spoil it, but it was a bit of a protracted uh, goodbye. It wasn't short and sweet. There was quite a bit of lingering. Yeah, it's like when you say
0: (laughs) to your friends
1: after the end of uh, after going out, and then it turns out you're all going the same (laughs) direction. Yeah, it was. But uh, that's all for next week. Yes,
0: let's linger this goodbye no longer. Yeah. Kwaheri Yakuanana don't but die for me, Joe.
1: You never uh, shall. See you guys. If you don't, look.
0: Bye. Hey, now, you're not stuck. Get your emo. Go play. Hey, now, you're not stuck. your world. Get paid. And all is gold Oh. Shooting stars
1: break that mold. (laughs)